Greetings, greetings, my good people. Welcome back to another, an amazing episode of RRVR, Real, Raw, Very Relevant, Straight Grown Folk Talk. No filters, no captions. This is just how we roll on this podcast. So, if you have virgin ears and you are not subject to any foul language or cursing of any sort, this may not be the podcast for you. This is a grown-up podcast. Please, if you have any children around, I ask that you do not listen to me right now. Tune in later because I may say some words. I do allow my guests to you know, speak their mind and tell it just as is. We give it to you in the real and the raw. So with that being said, Today, I want to focus my attention in my topic around relationships. I'm about to dive into this deep, massive relationships series. Now, a lot of times people think, oh, a relationship is a committed relationship, man, woman, you know, whatever, man, man, woman, woman. No, there are different types of relationships. And with that being said, we're going to cover, do a deep dive and just really talk about relationships, whether it's a friendship, a workshop, um, a committed relationship with someone that you're seeing, whatever the case may be, whatever the ship is, we're going to hit on it. We're going to talk about it. Not all today. We definitely going to break the series up, but I do want to dive right into the first piece of the relationship series that I'll be hitting on. Um, I will be inviting a guest a little later on to kind of bring his input in. He has a podcast of his own. He's really dope. And I love to hear and pick his brain and hear what he has to say from a male point of view. So um, the first thing I want to talk about in this series, in this relationship series is timestamps. And we're going to talk about a committed relationship with somebody you're dating or you're just starting to date or whatever the case may be, seeing or whatever you want to call it. Timestamps. Now, when you first meet somebody, of course, you don't know where it's going to go, right? So, of course, in time, you can start to feel someone. But in the beginning, do you tell this person what you're looking for and give them timestamps and letting them know, you know, I think we should wait X amount of time before we physically see each other if you met online or if you met it out somewhere at a gas station, restaurant, hey, I think we should talk a little bit before we go on the date. Or do you just go straight for the gusto? You just, you know, you talk, you date, you just kind of go with the flow. My response. All these series, I'm going to give my response and tell you how I feel like things should go. But again, I'm just one person. You know, everybody has their opinion. Everybody is definitely entitled to their own opinion. Me personally, I feel like that when you put time, time stamps and stipulations in the beginning on your relationship, sometimes it does not work out the way you want it. I feel like that the best way to go about it is to not just maneuver with your heart, because when you're maneuvering with just your heart, you're maneuvering off just feelings and emotions. And you can't really maneuver in life off feelings and emotions. I think that you have to have the brain manpower behind it. So I think it's really dynamic if you intertwine the heart and the mind and allow it to help you to, you know, manifest and grow together or do what you're going to do. Putting stamps on it can really damper it. I mean, who, who can put a town stamp on for real when you want to have sex, yo? Oh, I'm going to wait three weeks before I give you some of this pussy. Come on, y'all. I mean, really, three weeks? You, you just don't know. Back in the day, you know, I remember coming up, my grandma used to tell us, oh, no, you need to at least wait 90 days. Come on, y'all. Some of these time stamps are just not realistic in certain situations. 
You never know who you're going to meet, how you two are going to connect, how the chemistry is going to be, how the vibe is going to be. So how can you say we got to wait 30 days, 60 days or 90 days? I think that's completely insane. And I think that some of the ways in, in traditions and customs and stuff that we've heard and that we were taught, this is not flat out always right or, you know, realistic or feasible. Um, me personally, I think that you should go with the flow, however you feel, let it go that way. And, you know, just see exactly where it's going to go without putting so many standards and I'm sorry, boundaries and stipulations up front. Of course, yes, you do want to set standards because a person that does not set any standards, of course, you'll fall for anything. So, of course, have your standards. But when I say stipulations and timelines, I'm like, oh, I'm referring to, oh, well, we have to wait X amount of days before we have sex or, oh, we have to wait X amount of days before we introduce children. Now, when I bring up the children piece, a lot of people kind of be like, oh, wait, no. Mm -mm. Yeah, of course, you can't bring anybody and everybody into your child's life. You have to be very selective because it is true. If things doesn't work out with you, it doesn't work out with them and the kids as well. And you don't know how it's going to affect the children, child, whatever the case may be. So, yes, you have to be very selective who you invite into not just your life, but your children's life. But now when I say that, I would hope to God and pray that if someone is good enough to be in your life consistently, seem like what's good for the goose is good for the gander. What's good for mommy is going to be good for my kids. I mean, I just can't see bringing a man, being around a man that I know flat out is not going to work for me because my kids are me, if that makes any sense. So I'm going for the man that I feel is best for me, which is ultimately definitely going to be best for my kids. So I really don't think that time stamps and stipulations and timelines should be much of a factor with everything and with every relationship. Sometimes, let me give you an example. I'm going to tell you a quick story. And, you know, I definitely want you to definitely leave your comments and your feedback. Give me your input. Tell me what you think. I definitely want to hear it, good or bad. But I'm just going to give you a story. I met a guy and we were dating for about two months. Um, now, when I met the guy, he was a, you know, single man. He told me he had been single for about five years, four or five years. Um, he lived alone. He do have two children. He has an older daughter and he has a daughter that's under the age of 15. So, you know, she's a younger daughter. And at the time when I met him, his daughter was living with him, every, well, coming to see him every other weekend. So he just get his daughter every other weekend. Okay. She was living with her mom. Through the middle of us getting to know each other and dating, he got thrown a learning curve. I don't want to call it a curveball. I'm going to call it a learning curve. Um, he got his 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 daughter, and he became a single dad literally overnight. Okay. Now, when you're getting to know somebody, that's going to change everything, not just the situation between who you're getting to know. But I mean, it's also going to change your lifestyle, your day-to-day -day routine. And most men are not trained or accustomed to having full-fledged custody of their daughter. Now, there's a lot of men out here who do, and I definitely commend the ones that are doing it and that do it. My hat goes off to you because it's not easy. I'm a single mom. So I definitely get it. So I knew that he was going to have some, you know, some adjusting and some things he needed to do because he couldn't just get up and maneuver and shake and bake the way he was typically used to doing it. So when he told me what happened, I was like, okay, babe, you know, I get it. I understand. Me being me, that made me fall for him even more because 
he stepped up and he did get his daughter and he did exactly what he had to do. No hesitation as what any man and father should should do. At least you think. But there's so many out here who doesn't. So when I saw that firsthand, that made me fall for him even more. So I'm in a situation with this guy and now he is a single dad halfway through us, you know, getting to know each other. And now things are a little different. But I'm still willing to accept, you know, us seeing each other the way we can see each other without us introducing the kids. So we have a conversation one night on our date night and the conversation comes up about, you know, how long we should, you know, it should be before you keep the kids. Now, let me just pause. He told me when we we first met that he moved a chick into his house after two weeks of knowing her. And they stayed together for five years. The chick didn't have any kids, but they stayed together for five years. And she didn't meet his daughter until after one year of them dating. Now, in my mind, I had a few questions and a few raised brows, but I didn't dig deep into it. But my mind said, ultimately goes, okay, how do you allow somebody to live in your house and then not see your daughter in a whole year? And his rebuttal was, that's serious, that's serious. Exactly. Moving somebody into your home is extremely serious. They're in your personal space. They're in your daughter's covenant. No, she didn't stay with you at the time, but she was there still every other weekend. This is her safe haven. But you allowed an individual that you didn't know after two weeks to move into her safe haven. So my question is, how can you put stipulations on when it's okay to meet your daughter when you've already invaded her safe haven and her covenant? Which means that you have someone in there now that you feel like is okay and safe enough and good enough to be in her covenant. Why is she not good enough to be introduced to your daughter before a year? It was just some things that, you know, kind of question. So anyway, flipping back to us. He got really upset with me and told me we needed to take a break. We didn't match. I wasn't the female for him. You know, he just wasn't a dude for me because he couldn't give me the time that I needed. And the only time and the only time issue was I'm a single mom, he's a single dad now. And we just had to figure out how to fix the pieces. So my question to him was, hey, so do you throw away your whole entire relationship when you say someone is wonderful? This woman gives you life, they make you feel good, everything is good. But you have a disagreement here about a timeline and you throw in the towel and automatically is no match. So two questions, listeners. I'm not going to go too deep into that personal story, but two listeners. How do you guys and ladies feel about these timestamps and these timelines, these these boundaries? Do you think that we should put a lot of emphasis on that or more so on the standard as to what we will and will not accept into our life? Seem like that would be the bigger focus other than how long we fall for each other. I mean, for real, who in the hell can tell their own heart when the hell they feel love or feel compassion for an individual or feel some sort of care? No one can control that. And some people can't even control their feelings or emotions. How in the hell can you control it, control it and say, hey, I want to love you, but I'm not going to let myself love you, damn it, until I say I want to let myself love you. That's crazy as hell, yo, and it's unauthentic. I think that everything should be pure, genuine, and filled up with authenticity. And I think that when you have communication and you have all of that, that you should let it go. I don't feel like that you should let any relationship go if there is a disagreement. I would much rather say 
if everything is good, take the time out to have a true conversation and let each other know where you stand at and not try to put too many emphasis on timelines and deadlines, but other what's best for each other and what makes each other happy, what keeps each other at peace, no confrontation, and how you can balance each other out. Most importantly, how can you win together? So with that being said, I definitely want to hear your comments. I definitely want the feedback. Um, I am going to hop back on because I am going to do another follow up to this topic on timelines and stipulations. But I'm also too going to kind of continue on with with how do you know this person is the one? So we're going to get to that here in just a bit. Right now, we're going to take a break. We're going to listen to some amazing music by none other than Miss Jasmine Sullivan. Come pick up your feelings, damn it. I don't need that no more. <laughs> All right, good people. You stay tuned and be blessed. <laughs> 